Hey there, this is Shoot the Flick. I'm Frankie Sparks. And I'm Scott Eisenberg. And we are a married couple who like to shoot the shit about movies. That we do, that we do. And it is Oscar night, guys. I'm so excited. We are here just before the Oscars begin to kind of prep ourselves and get ready for this show here. Indeed. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited. Here's the thing. I woke up this morning with a sense of excitement and also terrible dread. And the reason for that is because... Like every season with the Oscars, it's like you. there are certain movies and certain performances that you feel are locks, and then there are other ones that are not. And sometimes what you think is a lock isn't a lock. And the Oscars knows better than any of us. I guess so. You know, the, the powers that be. And uh, we're, we're going to talk about this more and more as we go on through the night. But just so everybody knows, this is our Oscar show. In the last couple of years when we've done the Oscars, we've basically sat here with our mics in hand and watched the Oscars ceremony in real time and reacted in real time. So you will be listening to this after the Oscars, obviously, but all these reactions that you will eventually hear are real shit, whether good, bad, or indifferent. And uh, I'm a little scared because the last couple of years we've done Oscars, shit has gotten crazy. Like something crazy always happens. Indeed. Uh, they've already warned, apparently, the whole Academy to not do anything crazy. Well, the president of the Academy has made a statement, several statements, I think, by this point, saying like they handled the infamous slap situation last year badly and they it will never happen again and you know we are more prepared now for things that go bump in the night (laughs) yes hugh Hugh grant is here ready to stop anything going wrong so some preliminary things that i wanted to mention before we kind of just talk about our thoughts and our expectations for the night i do want to mention some pretty uh cool stats going into the night obviously this is a night of a lot of asian representation This is the year with the most Asian acting nominees in a single year with four, (laughs) which doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, it is. It broke the previous record of three, which was in 2021. That was when uh, Minari was nominated along with Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. But then before that, the last time there was that many Asian nominees was back in 2004 and before that it was 1985 so clearly the the Asian community is due for some overdue I should say for some recognition tonight Um, but also I did want to mention that 16 out of the 20 acting nominees this year are first-time nominees which I think is pretty cool I also think it's great because unlike the last couple years that I feel like most if not all the acting nominations were a lock this year, there's really only one that's supposedly a, a lock, although I... The Baptist be- will tell you different. Right. Well, because of how staunchly I want Ki Hui Kwan to win for supporting actor, I, I don't want to get too cocky and call it a lock. I'm scared to call it a lock. <laughs> but uh, there are real races going on in the acting categories this year. Indeed. It is probably one of the first years it feels like... There could be uh, any winner in a bunch of different categories. Now, is that because 
the movies were necessarily great this year. I don't know. It kind of felt like a eh year for a lot of these. Uh, for some of them, I feel like everything, everywhere, all at once was oh, well, a, yeah. a big movie this year, and maybe in another year where there were more bangers of movies. It would have been different, but I think that just the timing worked out great for everything everywhere, and I think it's a really great movie. I've seen it twice now. I loved it even more on the second time around, so I'm excited for it to win awards tonight. It's nominated the most. It's got 11 nominations. I think we do have some different predictions between Scott and myself, but we have it down to win anywhere between like five and seven awards tonight, which I hope is true. I hope it does. Yeah, Everything Everywhere is right now my number one movie of the year. I, I don't know if it's just because of the past couple of years, the Oscars have kind of tried to become a little more mainstream. But I feel like if it was five years ago, Everything Everywhere would not have been nominated. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that that might very well be true. Because it doesn't. it seems more approachable than the Oscars have been in the past. Well, I think... You know, say what you want about the hashtag Oscars so white campaign uh, that happened a few years ago. And I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that it's fixed or anything, but I definitely believe that it's improved. I think that there's more awareness for the fact that there are biases and that they need to be dealt with. I mean, to this day, Halle Berry is the only woman of color that's won Best Actress. And, and that, that happened in like 02, uh, yeah, <laughs> which so is true. insane. I do find it funny that both Halle Berry and Halle Bailey... Yes, our new Little Mermaid. ...are is, both here. Are both here tonight. <laughs> both look great. <laughs> if there is not a picture of both of them together at some point... I'm sure there is already. It ha- there, it can't, It's just so coincidental that their names are so similar. <laughs> but... Um, I guess we should talk about my, my feelings of dread this morning. So, okay, okay. so here's the thing. Two years ago, right? Two years ago, yes. we had an Oscars recording episode. You can feel free to go back and listen to it. It was the year that Chadwick Boseman was nominated for Best Actor. And everyone thought he was going to win. He was sweeping everywhere, getting many posthumous awards. It was very sad, but also very deserved. And we were all very happy and we were waiting with bated breath to see him win best actor and so was the academy because apparently whoever produced the show that year rearranged the order of awards to put best actor last which is unheard of but they did it because even they thought that chadwick was obviously going to win after all of that hype and all of that michigas he lost one award and that was the bafta and that went to anthony hopkins for the father and I was, I, along with many other people, were like, oh, it doesn't matter. Chadwick's going to get the Oscar. yippee ki And then came out, didn't get the Oscar. And I gasped audibly. You can hear it in the recording. Gasps. And I'm scared that history will repeat itself with Ki Hui Kwan tonight. <laughs> and I, so I don't want to put that out in the universe even. Well, you already did. I know, but th- I'm scared. <laughs> I was scared. He's been sweeping. His narrative is amazing. He he was a child actor that felt shunned by the industry and then came back with a vengeance and like killed it and everything everywhere. And now here he is nominated for an Oscar and he's won all these precursor awards. But you could argue that Chadwick's narrative, even though it was 
after he had passed was like also fucking great and that didn't fucking matter at all and at the BAFTAs Ki Hui Kwan lost the BAFTA to Barry Keoghan for Banshees of Inner Sharon Which so I'm like what can it happen is that because I you know now because we've had two years of Oscars that are like shit shows in one way or another I'm like expect I'm like an abused girlfriend in a relationship I'm like waiting for the proverbial slap to come <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> no everyone i do not abuse my girlfriend well you don't have a girlfriend you I have don't a wife abu- i don't abuse my wife i just excuse want to be me <laughs> but yeah i'm i'm scared that that might happen i'm holding out hope though because ki hui kwan absolutely deserves it and uh th- that is definitely one award that scott and i completely agree on that ki hui kwan better get this fucking supporting actor it's award also, tonight <laughs> also just addressing the bafta like of all the people like that are nominated if you I understand the BAFTA likes to give it to Irish, British, you know, United Kingdom people. <laughs> Why not give it to Brendan Gleason? Because he's the better actor in that movie. He's like the driving force of that movie for like the entire plot. Yeah. I mean I I don't know. All I know is I am pulling for the re release of Encino Man. Oh god. <laughs> Starring Oscar-winning actor Brendan Fraser and with Oscar-winning Ki Hui Kwan. I thought you were going to say, well, what I know is that uh, this is the first year that there's two sequels nominated in Best Picture and they shouldn't be. <laughs> Fucking Avatar 2 and Top Gun 2 need to go take a seat somewhere. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm fine with Top Gun 2. Put After Sun in Best Picture. Take fucking Avatar or Top Gun out of there and put fucking After Sun in there. I don't know. Like, it's one of those things. Like, Avatar, I understand it's a fucking spectacle. And that's a thing. It's a three, almost three and a half hour spectacle that didn't make any sense. It was literally, it was Avatar 1 just done again. Like, I watched, we watched the first one the night before. We watched the second one, and it's almost the same fucking movie. Yeah, and I'm sure Avatar 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 will be all the same also. It's it's whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with it being nominated for visual effects and whatnot. I'm sure it will win that. Uh, you know, technical achievements are always a good thing. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't mind blockbusters being nominated for Best Picture and being nominated in the Oscar. I think that's great. It's just got to be the right blockbusters. Well, yes. But I think it's great because it will, A, get more general audiences interested in the Oscars potentially, and B, it's reality that people like blockbuster movies. And just because it's a big blockbuster and it's like action-packed or whatever doesn't mean it's lesser than something like Tar or All Quiet on the Western Front or something like that. So I think... It's good that those are nominated. However, the fact that, and I said this on Instagram, the fact that fucking Top Gun Maverick is nominated for screenplay boggles my mind. <laughs> it My mind is boggled. Well, and then you talk about movies like Tar, which Tar is a great performance. It is a great performance by Kate Blanchett. It is not a good movie. I mean, it's well made. No. I'll say that. No, it is. It's well made, but it's very, 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 very boring. 
There are people I saw comparing it to Alex from A Clock- Clockwork Orange. Do you no? Stop. No, I wouldn't say that. It overstays its welcome by at least twenty five minutes. Yes. I understand. I said this on Instagram as well. I understand that we are in the minority on that, that we don't really care for Tar very much. We have it on the bottom of our best picture rankings. However, I I can recognize and appreciate that the movie A is made well and that Kate Blanchett does a great job in the film. And I, I think as far as her race tonight with Michelle Yeoh, uh, for Best Actress, I think she well deserves to be in there with Michelle Yeoh in the thick of it. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm used to watching a lot of Oscar-y movies, probably more so than Scott, because I'm the real big Oscar nerd between the two of us. Scott has been kind of dragged along into the Oscar pit with me <laughs> because I'm a big Oscar nerd. So I don't I don't mind a long runtime. I don't mind a slow burn, but... It just, it just kept simmering and it wasn't, it just, it was, it kept like saying a lot of the same things just forever. (laughs) Like there, there was one time where I had like a genuine, like, like emotional reaction. I laughed in the scene. I feel like a lot of people have seen this clip, even if you haven't seen the movie, the clip where she is playing the accordion and screaming for the people like down the hall from her remember and she's like how apartment for sale that was i would like laugh to stare because she's an awful scott's right she's an awful person the character but (laughs) apartment for Okay, so we are getting ready to start the show here. Uh, we're, we're pulling up all the intro stuff. We are so fortunate to, because last year we had three female hosts, because we needed three females to write the ship. And today we are blessed with just one lonely, solitary Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm so excited oh my god yeah, can't could, wait you could have just had wanda sykes host last year and that would have been fine that literally would have been fine <laughs> and like every other oscars episode we've had on this show we have a special guest with us tonight <laughs> who might that be <gasps> we've got my mother jen Fox, with us tonight and believe it or not unlike other years she's actually watched most of the oscar movies yes i have Oh my goodness, Mom, what was your favorite Oscar movie? None of them. (laughs) Oh no. God, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh no, Jimmy Kimmel's here. That's so unfortunate. Doing a Top Gun bit. Oh, isn't he so funny though? (sighs) All right, so how long is it going to take for him to make a joke about the slap? I would imagine they want to get it out of the way immediately. Just get that elephant right out of the room. I know that uh, being here tonight is a dream come true for most of the people in this room. Thank you for inviting me to be a part of it, especially this year when the world finally got out of the house to see the films you worked so hard to make the way you intended them to be seen in a theater. Or on VOD in the comfort of our own homes. Oh, did you hear that? Sh- that screaming for Jamie Lee Curtis? It's looking good for her tonight. <laughs> Yay, Kiwi Kwan! 
He just looks so excited every time you see him now. It's like he's just happy to be here. Are they referencing Encino Man? <gasps> Guys, check out our <laughs> review of Encino Man. <laughs> Are they going to show a clip? Show a clip. Where's Paulie? Where is No, Pauly? no one wants Paulie Shore. Where? Shut the fuck up. Keep that guy at home. <laughs> they just mentioned Paulie Shore. Where is Rihanna? You keep saying Rihanna's here. We don't see her. We want to see Rihanna. Now, see, I thought they just said Lady Gaga's here. I thought she wasn't going to be here tonight because she's filming Joker. And she that's why she couldn't perform her song. I call some bullshit. Maybe she just didn't want to, Frankie. I, you know, listen, I understand playing Harley Quinn can be emotionally and perhaps physically taxing, but like, play her, bitch. <laughs> I want to hear the song. I don't even really like the song. I just want to see Lady Gaga perform. I just love her, but it's fine. We got Rihanna. It's fine. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor <laughs> and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. Oh, my God. I See, I told you. See, I didn't think that they would just outright just call Will out specifically. But, okay, they did for sure. Oh, but see, yeah, you got you got Michael B. Jordan up there. You got Michelle Yeoh up there. Oh, Pedro Pascal's going to kick your ass. Oh, Andrew Garfield's here. <laughs> He's so freaking cute. He's like, eh. Well, like, they I'm, I'm wiry. I'm here. <laughs> All right, we're kicking it off now. Here's uh, uh Oh, they were in Jungle Cruise together. They were. The Rock and Emily Blunt are here. That's an odd coupling. Did they? I know you watched. Did they have like chemistry together in that movie? They were fine. They they, they were. It's it's fine. I mean, they're both pretty, and that suit. God, Dwayne. Oh, we're starting right off with animated. Okay, Guillermo. I mean, yeah, obviously it's gonna be Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's pretty much a lock for the night. But for once, also Pixar isn't going to dominate the animated category. <laughs> Fascism is bad, guys. That well, hello. Welcome to any movie that's Guillermo del Toro. I know. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro. Yay. Oh, he was already up there. Uh, he's like, can I go on the stage now and get my fucking award? Thank you. Animation is cinema. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. We're going to go what we did last year and go through each uh, Oscar-nominated film for Best Picture. So first they're doing Avatar The Way of Water. Um, it was way too fucking long. We were sitting in a theater for what seemed like an eternity and nothing made sense and it wasn't great. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver plays like a 15-year-old uh, fucking white-ass Sam Worthington has dreadlocks. It's weird. I don't know. <laughs> they're all swimming around in the water. That's kind of cool. But that's it. That's really all there is good about it. And that does not sustain you for almost two and a half hours. <laughs> two and a half hours? Isn't it three hours and 12 minutes long? Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely over three hours. Excuse me. All right, so we're doing supporting actor and actress now. Um, both categories are pretty, pretty heavy for different reasons. Okay, so, oh, God, it's supporting actor first. Okay, so I'm hoping it's Kihoi Kwan. If it's fucking Barry Kogan, 
that's going to be a bad fucking just, omen for the night. <laughs> I like Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Like, I thought he did a good job, but, you know. Yeah, if this is anyone but King Hoi Kwan, fuck this fucking Oscars. I'm, like, leaving. <laughs> We're fucking signing off right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll, that will be a 30-minute episode, guys. Yep, and then the, just, like, maybe 20 minutes of me cursing, and then we'll go home. <laughs> Oh, he's already crying. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Okay. We're good. We're good. There we go. Ariana DeBose is crying. Kihui Kwan is crying. I'm ready for the speech to make me cry. Okay. Let's go. I'm ready to cry. Let's I'm, do it. I'm already ready for a re-release of Encino Man. Now, no one can talk shit about Short Round ever again in life. I will fight anyone that talks shit about a short round ever again. That was so good. Now he's done for the night. He's like, all right, I can rest easy the rest of the night. Troy Kotzer. I love Troy Kotzer, man. He's so good. Okay, so this is like the biggest contended one supporting actress. It's really a three-horse race between Angela Bassett, Carrie Condon, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, it started with Bassett had the early lead. Yeah, and it's obviously the first time an MCU actor has been acknowledged, which is cool. Stephanie Hsu would be my pick, but it doesn't seem to be happening. Um, uh, that would be crazy. if It, it would be pretty crazy, but I do want to mention this is the first time that two Asian women have uh, shared this category because Hong Chao is nominated for The Whale and Stephanie Hsu is nominated for Everything Everywhere. Uh, however, it's... I I said Jamie Lee Curtis. Mom also thinks it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis. And Scott has put his eggs in the Angela Bassett basket, which isn't a bad basket, but I, I just don't know. I don't know. I'm scared. I went back and forth between Carrie Condon and Jamie Lee Curtis like many times this morning, and I eventually dropped it on Jamie Lee Curtis. So well, we're, we're going to see what happens. Well, I predicted Angela Bassett <laughs> even before the movie came out. So I felt like I had to stick to my guns. That's true. You did. And I, I've wavered on it like over all these months, whether she was even going to get nominated. So it, it could happen. I don't know. It could really go to either one of the three. I'm scared. It does feel like if it does go to Jamie Lee or Angela Bassett, it is more of like a career. Yeah. Thank because you for such both, great careers. Right. They both had very long careers and gone unacknowledged for a while. And Jamie Lee Curtis has really kind of sold herself and this movie throughout the oscar season so it, it would make sense i don't know i don't know i'm going with my gut and saying jamie lee oh jamie lee curtis look at her face she's like shut up oh my god there's number two for everything she everywhere did it. oh i'm so glad i changed my vote okay she fucking did it she fucking did it Oh, you know, I'm so happy. I mean, the role in the movie was like kind of small and really just weird, but I'm I'm glad that she won. <laughs> oh, great. We're getting into performance of the fucking Diane Warren song now. Hooray. Honestly, do we really need these performances? Yes, of course we do. Scott, I don't know if you realize this, but after this piece of shit song is... I'm sorry, Diane Warren, but this song sucks. I listened to it. It's shitty. But for, forget about this. Did you not understand that Rihanna is performing? R Rihanna's performing. Is she, who's performing? Rihanna, bitch. <laughs> what about Tegan and Sarah? <laughs> Tegan and Sarah, stop performing, Mom. What the hell? 
<laughs> they were not nominated this year. You should write a strongly worded letter to Tegan and or Sarah and tell them to write an Oscar nominated song. They did. Okay there, ma'am. Curtis is 94. She's not. <laughs> 74. Jesus Christ. No, she's, I don't think she's 74 either. I think we looked it up. We know. We looked up Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> you fucking idiot. 64. Okay, let's not age up Jamie Lee Curtis. The point is that this Diane Warren song, she's had 14 goddamn nominations now. Am I right? Yes, 14 nominations now and zero wins. There's might be a reason for that. This song is bad. <laughs> and the song last year, I remember, was kind of bad. So why why do we keep giving her nominations for these songs? I, I'm sure she's a great songwriter for other things, but just because she's a person that writes a lot of songs doesn't mean we need to nominate her every year. Um, oh, God. Okay, we're talking about Tar now. The, we're, there, we're doing a Tar package now. Um, I know everyone loved Tar. We, we didn't. None of us did in this room. There are three people in here that did not like Tar. Not only that, it talks down to you. It really does. Well, that's a lot of Oscar movies, dear. Sorry, but... Yeah, yeah, but in all honesty, Elvis and Tar are both great performances that without those performances, we're not talking about either of those movies. True. So cinematography is coming up, and Scott and I actually have two different picks for this category. Indeed. Uh, Scott has picked All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes. Because war movie. Indeed. And um, that's a, a decent pick. However, I've decided to go with Elvis, partially because I did like the movie Elvis more than I thought I would, but also because Mandy Walker is the cinematographer and she is the third woman to ever be nominated for cinematography at the Oscars and she would be the first ever female winner. So I'm all about supporting my women friends in the industry. I mean, the editing was so very Baz Luhrmann-y in that movie. It's hard to say one could even focus completely on the cinematography. But fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> Why didn't you like Elvis, Mom? Uh, it wasn't a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to ask, when we talk about each movie, I'm going to ask you specifically why you didn't like it. Okay. And you're going to respond with, it was a bad movie. Damn. All right, all quiet one. You know, way to be, you know, just like plain and boring Oscars. Just pick the war movie, you know, for your cinematography. Now we're having our women talking package. I liked women talking. It is a lot of talky talky, which is why I think it's got a good shot at winning screenplay. But it's a decent screenplay with lots of good decent dialogue but it didn't overstay its welcome either i feel like it was it was short yeah it was it. the shortest one out of all of them which i i did appreciate well now we are doing makeup and hair whoa, whoa, whoa. we're doing hair and samuel L. jackson's doing it oh that's a burn scott so we have different uh things for this as well scott has the whale predicted because prosthetics and stuff makes sense i have elvis predicted because elvis, elvis. Funnily enough, this will repeat itself later on in the show, <laughs> but uh, we will see what happens. Oh, the whale won. Okay. Though, this could be a, a precursor, I have a feeling. We don't know that, Scott. I could be. Listen, don't listen. Listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. 
Listen, Linda over there. <laughs> Shut up. Could Brendan Fraser take the Best Actor award? This is the thing with Best Actor. It's basically a 50-50 race between Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser at this point, and I'm okay either way. I'm totally happy either way, whether either of them win. Scott wanted to pick Brendan Fraser, so I happily said, let's make it interesting. I'll put my money on Austin Butler, and I'm cool with that because I feel like they've got a pretty equal shot of winning. But it is similar to last year with Coda and Power of the Dog where I initially predicted Power of the Dog to win Best Picture. However... I was more than happy to lose on that one when Coda was clearly going to be the winner. I was like, yay! So I'm cool with it either way. Oh, look, Morgan Freeman's here looking like the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Is he playing Deadly Warbucks next? I don't know. Is he not before? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, there's Chadwick. Yeah, do you think showing Chadwick in like a clip from 42 is going to make up for the fact that you robbed him of his Oscar? Do you think that's going to make it okay? Oh, let's show Ezra Miller also in our promo. He's definitely not a problem at all. What was the point of that? To prove that Warner Brothers exists? We fucking know that. Really? <laughs> what was that? It was a commercial. We have things to do, sir. We have places to be. So yes, now we're doing a package for the Banshees of Inisherin. Um, it's a weird movie at times, but I did really enjoy it at the end. Everything just builds and builds into this like insanity of a movie. I agree with everything Scott just said, and might I add that never did I ever think I would watch a movie and a donkey would make me cry, but it happened. A donkey made me cry. Real tears. So now we're doing costume design. Uh, Scott has picked Black Panther 2, which won the award when Black Panther 1 was nominated. And I have once again picked Elvis because Elvis and Catherine Martin, who did the costumes for that movie, has won twice for The Great Gatsby and my personal favorite, Moulin Rouge. So I'm banking on her. Shit. Scott won again. All right. I'm happy. Black Panther 2 was a good movie and it had good costumes, so I'm okay. And that's probably it for them for the night. Yes. <laughs> Unless Rihanna pulls it out. But other than that, yeah, Black Panther's done for the night. Oh, we're going to do Natu Natu song now. This might be the only like fun performance of the night. I feel like this is the only fun song. It's like a dance song. I looked up like the translation of the lyrics and it's just... So, like all about dancing and having a grand old time. So. Yes, from RRR, th- yes. which I like to call Rrr. Which may be offensive, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> um, I tried to watch RRR and I couldn't do it because I just kept looking at that three hour runtime and I'm like, hmm, no, that's okay. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> I can't I can't do another three hour one. I sat in the theater for almost three and a half hours, watch Avatar 2. I'm like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I've had enough. Hugh Grant is here. Why is Hugh Grant here? <laughs> He's presenting the award for production design. Oh, right. We saw him in the pre-show, and he was being interviewed. And it was funny. The interviewer was like, 
Well, uh, so how, what do you think about tonight? You well, all these movies. Who are you looking forward to seeing tonight? From what movies? Anything? It's like, oh, you know, nothing in particular. <laughs> like I have seen none of these movies. Clearly, <laughs> you would think like when you watch his like movie personas, he was like the nice foppish gentleman. No, but the, after everything, it just seems like he's just a curmudgeon. <laughs> he comes off like like the party guy that is too old to be the party guy. He's like, I just want to go to the after party. <laughs> <laughs> and you know get drunk and stuff well, like you, it's fine it was funny like you were in glass onion i was in there for like oh one- yeah i was in it for like five minutes i mean it's fine whatever <laughs> and then as he's leaving he like gives the eyes like Ugh, i don't know how that went not well hugh grant not well <laughs> they're really like giving us blue balls for rihanna right now like we have not even seen riri where is she where is Riri Jimmy Kimmel? We don't care about your jokes. Put that boom mic down and give us Rihanna. Oh, look at Kihui Kwan with his little Oscar in his lap. Oh, so oh, happy. Oh, that's not leaving his hand. You oh, know. no. He's like, I'm holding on to this for dear fucking life. You will have to pry this from my dead cold fingers. Oh, no. My hot dog fingers. <laughs> no. We have not been enjoying the show so far, President of the Academy. We want Riri. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> we were saying this pre-show. Antonio Banderas still looks goddamn good. Yes. Yes, it's international. I can read it on the envelope in Salma Hayek's hand. Uh, we all picked the same thing. Myself, Scott, and my mom. We picked All Quiet on the Western Front, which comes from Germany. It's obviously going to win because it's the only one in Best Picture. <laughs> so we could just take a nap while they announce the nominees. <laughs> Oh my god, all quiet one. I can't believe shock. it. The only movie in this category nominated for best picture won best international feature. I love how in the beginning though, Jimmy Kimmel made a point of like, thank god everyone went back to the movies this year. Oh, it's so great. The theater, the theater and every single speech it feels like most of them at least have thanked Netflix or some other <laughs> streaming service for picking up their movie. Well, Netflix has two wins right now, Pinocchio and All Quiet. Yeah, I think so. And like Banshees is on HBO Max, Elvis was on HBO Max. Black Panther's obviously Disney Plus. It's like, you know, unfortunately, something that came out of COVID that's completely just who gives a fuck compared to like the terrible things that actually happened with COVID. But in regards to the movie industry, people realized, oh, wait, I could spend less money on movies and just watch them in my house. <laughs> I don't I don't have to go to the theater and spend thirty dollars. <laughs> And like plus if more if you buy like food. Oh, we're talking about the Fablemans now. It was cartoony. It was fine. It was it was very fine. The thing with Spielberg in general, I think his more recent movies, generally speaking, are just fine. The ones that I've seen anyway. They're fine. I'm kind of bummed this is becoming a dare I say it a boring oscars <gasps> someone quick slap somebody say someone's name wrong <laughs> pull an adele dazeem quick should we uh denigrate ourselves to do what we've done in the past which is in lulls we just start singing spongebob songs <laughs> the best time 
to wear a striped sweater is all the time. One with a collar, turtleneck, that's the... Hold my hand, everything will be okay. This bitch, this bitch, Lady Gaga, this bitch had articles saying that she was not performing tonight. Something tells me this is impromptu. <laughs> well, she's in a t-shirt. She's in a black t-shirt. and That's turned inside out. She's singing a cappella right now, and it's very dark and sad. Maybe she's getting some kind of holdover from filming the Joker movie that she's, she's feeling a little down today. And she's like, I guess I'll do the song, but I'm going to do it my way because I'm Lady Gaga. Well, she was there in the dress, so they clearly had to bring her she, backstage. She, yeah, well, what confuses me is she did a whole thing saying she wasn't going to perform the song because she was doing Joker, I thought. but. Well, again, she's in the shirt that's inside out, so something like that usually means there's something on the shirt they didn't want to be seen. I don't know. She's doing it very, like... Uh, like a slow, more dramatic song than even it is in the movie. It's weird. I don't know. What's going on with Lady Gaga, man? I mean, she sounds great as normal, but she's not wearing any makeup also. Yo, it's cool. Can we wear ripped jeans to the Oscars now? Oh, she pulled out the earbud. <laughs> Lady Gaga had a moment backstage. She's like, I'm taking this fucking dress off. This is not... This doesn't feel right. I'm taking the dress off. I'm putting the t-shirt and jeans on. I'm going my hair and singing my damn song. The drummer's in the hoodie, man. Like, oh, we're feeling this today, baby. I love Gaga, but that was, I was just, are you okay, Gaga? Is Harley Quinn changing you? <laughs> like, the Joker changed Joaquin. <laughs> What's like, happening? Like, the Joker changes everybody. Oh, okay. We're having a package on Triangle of Sadness now. This is probably the most bizarre of all the Best Picture nominees, but I really enjoyed it because it was so bizarre. It's the one where all the rich people on the yacht puke their guts out. And it's fucking gross, but very satisfying at the same time. And also has one of the weirdest endings. Yeah, the ending's bizarre, but I, I liked it. I, I don't know how I felt about the ending, but it, I, it wasn't weird enough that it took me out of the movie completely like i still dug the movie uh but now we're going into production design oh it's starting to get exciting now production design mom's losing faith oh no hugh grants is here with andy mcdowell what the fuck are we having a four weddings and a funeral reunion guys okay scott actually picked elvis for this one which makes sense because elvis however i decided to go with babylon for this because i feel like babylon i did see it scott did not i liked it but it, it has gotten mixed reviews. I felt like it's got to get something because old Hollywood movie and this is the Oscars, right? So I was like, eh, maybe it'll get production design, question mark. We'll find out, I guess. We'll, we'll see. Oh, fuck. We both lost. It was all quiet. God damn it. What the fuck? Okay. Fine. That woman looks shocked. <laughs> Be that way. Yeah, she is, I'm sure. Because Why? All right, score now. So I wanted to talk about score. My mom is not very much an Oscars person. However, when she saw All Quiet on the Western Front, she made a point to tell me that she loved the score. Isn't that right? Yes, it was very exciting. Made the whole movie. 
she's never like that really so i was down to pick all quiet scott went with john williams because john williams, john williams for the fablemans this is this would be his 53rd oscar nomination most nominated living person also the oldest person ever nominated for competitive oscar at 90 years old He's the only person that's been nominated throughout seven fucking decades. So, like, if he did win, yeah, it makes sense, too. So. All quiet! Yay! (laughs) Yes, Scott! We won! We won! We won, we won, we won. Sorry, I went with the legacy pick. I can't be faulted for that. Yes, you can. Ma, how you feeling so far? How how you feeling at this point in the show? Super good, super good. I'm still awake. Oh, okay, good, good. How do you feel about your win with the pick for score? I knew that would win the minute I watched the movie. Oh. Do you feel powerful? I do. I feel very powerful. Do you feel smart? I feel very smart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I'm so glad that you watched some of the movies. Don't you feel like you're more informed now since you watched some of the movies? But they all sucked. They didn't all suck. Most of them sucked. Oh, ma. Okay, this is our package for Elvis. Um, it it was good. It was not great. It was okay. <laughs> it was Austin Butler's show. It was the Austin Butler show for sure. He literally carried the movie on his back. Um, Tom Hanks was horrible. He won the Razzie for worst supporting actor for a reason. He's just he's terrible in it. Terrible, distractingly bad. And um, the the music was fun. And he was good in it, Austin Butler, but the the Baz Luhrmann editing was just very Baz Luhrmann-y. Yes, just because there's a lot of editing does not mean it's good editing. Well, it depends who you ask, because sometimes the Oscars believe that to be the case. <laughs> oh, hi, Star Wars. Oh, are we doing visual effects now? So this is um one of the more obvious oh, shit, awards Elizabeth- of the night. Oh, Elizabeth Banks just tripped. Honey, you couldn't have taken one for the team for us and fallen on your face? This. We really needed that. Oh, okay. Hi, Cocaine Bear is presenting with Elizabeth Banks. Um, but visual effects is one of the more obvious awards of the night. It's going to Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah, probably. But I'm hoping for an upset. Upset. I don't upset, think it's gonna upset, happen. Upset. It's just, it's not gonna happen. You can't fault the movie for its visual effects. You can fault it on pretty much any other possible rubric, but not visual effects. It's the same effects, though. It's nothing different. It is. They're all underwater and swimming around and shit. No, it's fucking Avatar 2. I need to go see Coco. Electric Boogaloo. So now let's just pencil in Avatar 3 for Visual Effects Awards, and Avatar 4 for Visual Effects Awards. Well, and Avatar not necessarily. 5. No, we're penciling them in already. It's oh, already are, we penciling, are we penciling them in? Because, you know, we just got to give it to the same movie Sir, again and again and again and again and again. Why are you getting so again. upset? Because it's a bad movie. It's got good visual effects, though. Bad movies win visual effects all the time. And the Oscar goes to Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> Okay, get get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You're four people. You elect one person. Get the fuck out of here, Avatar 2. That's the thing. You're we get it. You make the people look like they're swimming in the sea. Goodbye. Oh, no. Please, oh God, please, are we doing no. A bit? No, 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 no. No, Jimmy. <laughs> We're on a roll. No, Jimmy. <laughs> Leave Malala alone. <laughs> Oh, God, help us all. Can we please? 
I had, why do they do this? Every year they do this. They try to do a fucking bit or a, a joke, a game or some shit. And the bit always is a waste of time. It's a waste of life. Flat. Deny Guerrero, please save us. You and your weird striking hairdo. <laughs> I still love you. Oh, is this Rihanna? Well, yeah. Yes. Do it, Rihanna. Give it to us. Lift me up. Hold me down. Keep me close. There you go. You got your ring ring. That was worth the wait. Almost, maybe. Not really. We should have sped this up a little bit. We needed a bit. Ah... Are everything everywhere all at once package? Indeed. This was our favorite movie of the year. And when I say ours, I mean mine and Scott's. And not your mother's. <laughs> nope. <laughs> she don't like the sci-fi. Apparently All Quiet on the Western Front is number two, like in the Oscar T. So who knows? Uh, maybe mom will be right and we will have eggs on our faces. But I highly doubt it. Ha ha ha. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel, you're literally killing us all. Like, you're not funny. It was better when there were no hosts. Why can't it just be Neil Patrick Harris? If you're going to do a host, pick Neil Patrick Harris. I don't even think we need... Just don't have a host. Shout out to James Hong. Fucking king. He's been in a bajillion movies, and he is actually 94, Mom. Yes. But yeah, it's just, fuck Jimmy Kimmel, fuck having hosts at the Oscars. Just do it like they did it that one year where Kevin Hart got kind of canceled and just have the people do their own hosting shit. Who cares? We don't, we don't need these bits. Stop playing games with people, literally. Just stop. <laughs> oh, we're doing screenplay now. Are we getting screenplay now? Can One we, of my favorite categories. Can we just get them both out of the way real quick? Yeah. I mean, not quick. God knows we're not doing it quickly. Um, <laughs> so we're doing original first. Um, I do want to mention that all of the writers that are nominated here are also directors. And they're nominated for both writing and directing, which is pretty cool. And uh, this is also the first writing nomination for Steven Spielberg for Fablemans, even though it's not going to win because everything everywhere is going to win according to me and according to Scott and my dear mother, Banshees will win. I just feel like Banshees needs to get something. something. That's fair. I, I wouldn't be mad if it won. I just feel like everything everywhere is going to take it because it's everything everywhere all at once. Oh! Number three. Oh, I was right. I don't think you're correct. God damn it. My mom's like, oh, they won't get Best Picture now. Oh, they might not get Best Picture. Shut up, mom. Oh, shut the fuck up. Okay, so now we have adapted. Uh, it's either going to be all quiet or women talking, I think, but it's it's going to be women talking. We all bet on that. If it's Top Gun Maverick, I'm giving up on the world. The fact that Top Gun Maverick is nominated for adapted screenplay is ridiculous. Yay, women talking. Sarah Polly. Get up there, girl. In your nice tuxedo. And just so we're crystal clear, Sarah Polly is the only female in the screenplay conversation this year. So I'm glad that she won. Because the movie was good. It was. (laughs) 
After these messages, we'll be right back. For the love of Christ, it is almost 11 p.m. Do you know where your children are? <laughs> Watching the Oscars. Yeah. My butt is asleep, so I'm going to get up and walk around for a while. Please enjoy the dulcet tones of Scotty Eisenberg. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Baltarific, Joe DiMaggio, Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker, Television, North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. All right, last but not least, well, actually, close to the bottom of least, at least for me, Top Gun Maverick. Yes, the package of Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick was, I think, a good movie. I think the issues with it are the end of it. Like, I feel like it was building well, and then the end kind of got ridiculous. It exists. <laughs> As does the first Top Gun. <laughs> I, I think the second one's better than the first one. but Yeah, the, that's kind of a low bar, though. But the last, like, 20 minutes was like, what are we doing here? They should have killed him off. That would have been great. That's the only reason why I thought Tom Cruise was getting Oscar buzz for actor. I was like, oh, they must kill him, and they he gets a great death scene or something. <laughs> but no. He's just Tom Cruise, I guess. Okay, sound. Oh, my God. Finally, another award. So I picked All Quiet on the Western Front because war movie and because I just didn't want to pick Top Gun Maverick for anything. But Scott picked Top Gun Maverick. Honestly, this is the only award I can see Top Gun winning. So, cool. (laughs) The planes go vroom vroom. The guns in World War II go bang bang. The Batman goes, I'm Batman. (laughs) The Avatar goes glub glub because they're in the water. And Elvis goes, you need nothing but a hound dog. (laughs) Crying all the time. (laughs) I don't know what that impression of Elvis was. I'm very tired. I've only started drinking my coffee at... 10.51 p.m. Maybe we should just get drunk for next year's Oscars. No, then we'll be asleep by like 9.30. Oh, Top Gun. The sound. Because the planes go from from in the sky. <laughs> oh my god, we get it. You guys want more of our money, so you want us to go to theaters. More people went to go see it in theaters because, once again, planes go from from in the sky. So don't be snippy about it. Just be grateful. You know, if movie prices were lower, maybe more people might. But then you can't take more of their money. (laughs) What the fuck? Prices lower? That means the people pay less? That doesn't make any sense, Scott. I don't know what the fuck you're even saying. Oh, okay, song, song. Okay, so uh, Natu Natu is the sweeper, but we're secretly hoping that Rihanna can pull it out. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're, we're moving right along here. Like, okay. you know, we're at a real show here. All right, let's do, go. Do we really need a video package? We've played the songs. <laughs> oh, Scott, you know, this is the Oscars, okay? We do pointless shit from beginning to end. We had a bit where we asked Malala J14 questions. Like, just let it happen to you. Just save me time somewhere. No. We need to advertise to you more. So we need to make the show longer. 
Arr, baby. Okay, Natsu Natsu won. I mean, I'm happy for them. It's great. It's the first ever song from an Indian film to be Oscar nominated. That's great. But shout out to Rihanna because she killed it. And now she's Oscar nominated. So that's pretty cool. That is true. They are really towing the line this Oscar ceremony. No one has got a tiptoe out of place. Everyone's like, keep your fucking hands to yourself. <laughs> keep your feet on the ground and pronounce everyone's name correctly and with respect. Because <laughs> God damn it, if something goes wrong, we're going to take you out back and... <laughs> and... And whip you with fucking Tom Cruise's dick. <laughs> He loans it out sometimes when he's busy flying out of planes and shit. Here we go. Editing. Editing. Okay. What do we have for editing? We both have everything everywhere. Everything everywhere has a lot of editing, but it's for a purpose. So that's what it is. Yes. Editing is a good sign for best picture. If they win editing, it's a good sign for best picture. Maybe you didn't know that, mother. Directing award? Could this mean we are close to the end? Mom wants Martin McDonough to win because Banshees, but that's not going to happen. The Daniels are about to get up for the second time tonight and accept an award. Or will they throw us a curveball and go with Steven Spielberg? No, Who knows? no, I do. They, they won't do that. No. Well, how many is Fableman one time? Hold on, let me check. Oh, zero. Zero. Zero awards. Now she's going to give it director so they can suck Spielberg's dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. They like to suck I'm Spielberg's j- I'm dick. I'm just saying, too. Everywhere, yeah, bitch. all at once. Yeah, bitch. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, you're going to lose. Everything everywhere is going to win. You're going to lose. <laughs> no. Oh, look at, look at Jamie Lee Curtis with her shoes off in the front row. <laughs> You go, Jamie Lee. You're all of us, girl. Yeah, she, fuck. She she can relax now. She's like, these shoes fucking hurt. I don't care that I'm on camera. I only really have to get up when, at the end now. So for lead actress and lead actor, there seems to be a 50-50 two-person race. With actress, it's Kate Blanchett versus Michelle Yeoh. And with actor, it's Austin Butler versus Brendan Fraser. I'm excited. Maybe something crazy will actually happen. We're running out of time for something crazy to happen. So maybe we should give Will Smith a call after all. And just be like, hey, come on down here. and We'll give you the mic for 10 minutes. So you can just say whatever the fuck you want. And the winner of Best Actor, Paulie Shore. Father, tell me, when can I leave to be on my own? Okay, so are we doing Best Actor first, I guess? Or are we doing them both? And then Harrison Ford's going to do Best Picture? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. I don't it know. It seems like that's what we're doing. If Halle Berry is able to give Michelle Yeoh her Oscar, that would be the sickest thing on planet Earth. Because Halle Berry is the last one with color that won Best Actress. Oh, no. Never mind. They're doing actor first. Why are they doing actor first? <laughs> They're doing actor first. Sorry. Just to reiterate, I picked Elvis. Scott, my mom, picked Brendan Fraser. Either way, I'll be happy, but... We'll, we'll see what happens. It could really go either way. I'm scared. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Austin Butler. I think he did an amazing job in this movie. But, like, I want the redemption arc. And then Colin Farrell's the third choice. Yeah. 
I loved him in the movie. I did. I loved him in Banshees. And also, let's talk about Paul Mescal, who was the yes. star of After Sun, which only got one nomination this year, which is kind of a bummer, but I really, really loved that movie. More than I love some of the other movies that were in Best Picture this year. <laughs> oh, it's Brendan Fraser! Oh my god! Oh, he's gonna cry. It's gonna be great. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Oh, this is gonna be so great. Guys, we're in for an Encino Man reboot. Get ready! <laughs> god, Brendan, you killed us here, man. He's making us cry here, man. Oh, yay! I'm so happy. Okay, here we go. All right, lead actress, Michelle Yeoh, let's do this. This is the first Asian actress nominated for lead actress since 1930 motherfucking five. Okay, so like, let's do this. Redemption story, redemption, Oscar redemption story. Oh, and also we should mention Andrea Riseborough because there was such a controversy around her nomination. Um, I have heard good things about the movie. I haven't seen it yet, although I do want to see it. I'm glad to see somebody random there. However, it kind of sucks that certain women of color were snubbed. But, yeah. you know, unfortunately, the improvements that the Oscars have made are not perfect. perfect. And Michelle Williams should not be nominated in lead. She was a supporting character, but that's besides the point. Michelle, yo! Here we go, baby. Michelle, yo! Yo, yo, Michelle, yo! Let's do it. Yes! Suck my dick. <laughs> okay, thank God Tar didn't win. Oh my God, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Has a movie ever won? So this movie... Three out of four of the acting category? I'm sure. I would have to do research, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's happened. It's more rare, I guess, but yeah. Michelle, you went past her prime. Fuck anyone that ever said that. No, that that woman can still kick your ass. Fuck yeah. And here's my boy. Oh, oh, Harrison Ford, take us home, buddy. Oh God, I just realized. Harrison Ford, <laughs> Harrison Ford and Kiwi Kwan are gonna have a fucking killer hug. This is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, we get it. Bring movie theaters back to theater. We got it. Nobody gives a fuck. Just read fucking everything everywhere so we can celebrate. Best picture, best picture, best picture, best picture, best picture. Everything, everywhere, everything, everywhere. I, I do. I, I love everything, everywhere, and I would pick it for all these awards, but I do. I am a little sad that Banshee's basically got shut out of everything. Yeah, Banshee's didn't get anything. Elvis didn't get anything. Fableman's didn't get anything. Tar didn't get anything. Triangle Sadness didn't get anything. It's kind of a bummer. But then again, Harrison. And the Oscar goes to everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, everything, everywhere. Everything, everywhere, just one best picture. They won seven out of 11 awards tonight. Very happy. Now they can go to 7-Eleven. <laughs> God damn it, Scott. So, yeah, we've actually predicted that they were going to win between five and seven awards tonight. So we were pleasantly surprised and happy about that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so the Oscars 
have ended now. Jimmy Kimmel's going to do his ending joke that's, I'm sure, going to be hilarious. Can we just... And, can um, we ra- I'd rather have James Hong. Yeah, can James Hong wrap us up like he did at the SAG Awards? That was great. Um, <laughs> or Kiwi Kwan. I mean, really, just anybody but Jimmy Kimmel. Because you know what? I, I really was worried for a second. Oh, God, what's happening? Oh, the donkey. Oh, number of Oscars telecast without incident. One. Okay. That was... Okay. We got it. Yes. There was no slaps, no punches, no hair pulls, <laughs> no drinks thrown tonight. That's good. We only, we only had one trip. Imagine what if what would have happened if something happened and they wouldn't have been able to do that. <laughs> they, they would have cut the joke. They would have just cut out the joke. Uh, it's nice to see so many Asian creators and actors and artists get acknowledgement and people of color. It's nice to see. Yes. I'm so tired now. <laughs> okay, wrap us up, dear. Yes. Um, this has been a successful and some might say unsurprising Oscar Awards, which, you know, I guess we were due for that. Redemption. The Redemption Oscars. It's Yeah, it's the comeback year for the Oscars. <laughs> They're showing, like, highlights from the night and Jamie Lee Curtis' reaction to her awards. Just shut up. Oh, my God. What? It was great. Um, so, yeah. It, it, you know, some might say... This year's Oscars was boring. I say it's it's inspirational and beautiful. So uh, next week we are going back to threequel month with uh, me showing Scotty Boy here a threequel for the ages. I'm really excited about it because it's going to break his brain. So we're going to take the week to recover from this long ass slog, which by the way, we are at 1136. So we, we finished before either of us thought we would which is great um but yeah so we'll be back next week to continue with three cool months but until then this has been shoot the flick i'm frankie sparks and i'm scott eisenberg make sure you check us out on instagram and twitter at shoot the flick and check out all of our episodes on itunes spotify google podcast and iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast and make sure you come back next week for our singing and dancing moving and grooving movie adventure let's all go to bed yeah please i'm i'm tired lift me up and put me to bed (laughs) 